Hello and welcome to the Legendary Frogcast Play D&D Together. I am your host and DM, Joseph Blanchett. And I've got to apologize because I lied. The last episode wasn't the finale of the Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. This one is. Because we're doing a side quest that uh, we kind of skipped when we're playing the main game. But uh, it is technically a flashback. It doesn't really matter that much. So um, enjoy this uh, kind of finale of this game, and uh, next time I'm DMing, um, it will definitely be in the new uh, sequel module, uh, Ties of Decay, and uh, we have some, all the returning players, but a few of them are playing new characters, so I'm looking forward to exploring all that with them, but a lot of them are returning with their existing ones. But we'll get into that next time, so uh, enjoy this robot-filled episode of the DD podcast. Bye. All right, so uh, DM, take it away, everyone. Uh, this is still technically our Dragon of Ice Spire peak game because we left a side quest that everyone's bugging me about that we need to do. So we're doing that. So imagine we had just defeated Cryovane. Spoiler. Um, in his lair in Icefire Keep. Um, you had your, your head down the mountain, head down the Tribor Trail, the, the uh, uh, ruined town of Connyberry in the Shrine of Savras isn't too far away, so you decide to drop off the bell at the shrine. Maruk gets his vision of uh, the god Savras for, for a split moment, uh, but as of yet, he doesn't decide if he'll take him up on his offer to uh, return home via a gateway to Sigil. Uh, but he uh, he does find that he has gained even more innate sorcerer, uh, magical powers. And uh, uh, Maruk is now multi-class into sorcerer. This is going to be fun. <laughs> not, not just any sorcerer, my friends. A wild magic sorcerer. Mm-hmm. So now, so now we get to, so now we get to play with the big boy wild magic table. <laughs> so you make your way back from the shrine to the main road, which, like I said, uh, Connyberry is basically right next next door. Um, and uh, you see a dwarf running from the town to the road, and uh, he goes, if you if you remember, the dwarfs were. Um, where I'm excavating the the giant Warforged robot that laid underneath Connie Berry. In the past, it went insane for unknown reasons. They had to had to shut it down, and eventually, someone built a town over it after they buried it. <clears throat> well, that makes sense. As you yeah. will. They forgot where Big it was buried. Was supposed to, Big fellow was supposed to stay there, keeping watch, but um, he was at the wrong town the entire time. <laughs> We forgot where it was buried. Yeah. Oopsie doodle. So you see this dwarf running, uh, running up to you, and he goes, uh, "Perfect time." And the the boss and, and and the captain are are ready to activate that big robot thing. And uh, I think we need. I think we need you guys. Around to, around to help because this thing is huge. 
Is it oh, by the way, did he beat? By the way, did he beat that dragon? Uh, he oh, will not yeah. be a problem anymore henceforth. He is an ex dragon. Ex dragon. <laughs> well, follow me. We don't. We don't have much time. Well, I wanted yeah. to go on vacation, and like I kind of like follow along, but that sort of like dejected. Eh, I don't want to do this sort of thing that teenagers and toddlers do. <laughs> it's just beat a dragon. I'm just imagining uh, the giant robot being the uh, the end boss from Final Fantasy X2, and you got the uh, factory playing a piano to control it in the core. It's not that big. If you remember, they had to demolish a house to get to it. But uh, these dwarfs have been busy. You make yourself um, into the, into uh, in, into the town, to the place where they were digging it up, and um, you guys over. You see. That they pulled up this uh, war forge, which is like as big as a small barn. It's beautiful. It's uh, colossal. And uh, a bun, your um, character still says he's half hit points. You can you can uh, take a long rest or whatever. Mine looks like it's full. I updated in D and D, but oh well. Uh, also hasn't updated the oh the hit points. Got it. So all of these dwarfs, you see, um, the captain, which is big fellow's old captain back in the day. And you see factory, the the rock gnome. They're just kind of looking up at. She's like looking up at wonder at this uh, huge thing. And what you see is almost like this. If you knew what a tank was, like this, this walking tank has this huge hammer in one hand, and uh, other the other, his uh, other arm has this. Is this like a huge gauntlet? Like the his fist is like three times the size of, of what you think it would be. Metal. And it's uh, just kind of standing there with earth Man. earth overturned all around it. Um, its light, that's... its eyes aren't lit up, signifying that it has no power. Um, Man, that would have been handy to have fighting the dragon. It definitely would have made short work of that ice wall. Okay, I don't think it would have fit through half of the, you know, that... rooms that we were in. It could have just jumped up to the top. It could have climbed on the outside. It could have just stood there on the outside and just, and probably just. Still, we would have seen it. Uh, that five foot pathway up up the mountain. <laughs> My technology is very graceful. I suspect. What, uh, I suspect it would have made its own path at that point. What um? Why is it here again? Why are we digging it up? Well, we were going to maybe use it either use it against Cryobane or have it be the new defender of the town or whatever. Does, can we, does Big Fellow, would you know how to control this thing or program it or whatever robots do? Uh, do I know how to control it, uh, Joey? Give me a Arcana roll. You are able to get the captain Someone operational. 
Yeah, so you think you might be able to help out. Um, <laughs> but you had, like, with the captain, yeah, you had to spend, like, several nights tinkering around with his circuitry. And that was just his head. It wasn't even the entire body. Um, but the captain does say, um, this, this creation seems to be inert, but I inspected the construct and its core is very much active. In fact, it's, uh, if remained, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing activated all by itself. Could be tomorrow. Could be three months from now. Could be a, could be years. But eventually, this thing will awaken. So and maybe best. So maybe best to deal with it while we can. And while we have the possibility to perhaps control it, if you weaken it enough, which maybe a difficult task this thing is very well armored uh, me the young factory and big fellow we believe we could reprogram the uh, construct perhaps bring up. it to our side once again or deactivate it permanent, permanently I mean, I would prefer the former, but if we have to... we get it while it's activated, or do we get it while it is inactivated? I think it'd be easier the, the only, other way around. The only chance we'll have to get into its innards and reprogram it is actually while it's active. Understood, and that is why you're we the captain. We need its magic core operational in order, Would in order like for us to, to work. Our, it's not all. It's not all circuitry and uh, and wires. Well, we're going to fight too. this thing. I would actually like to use a feature that I've never used before. Because it's new. If possible, I, because it's inert, I might not be able to do this. It's up to you, Joey. But basically, if I spend one minute observing or interacting with another creature outside of combat, I can learn certain information about its capabilities compared to my own. So could I study this thing as it's in an inert state and learn anything from it that's listed in the, um, uh, in the thing? Yeah, you, you, can, uh, you can study it. The captain probably knows some stuff about it, too. But since you're using this uh, spell, it seems like I can just tell you certain things about it. Well, I would... Use using The two I would like to know from this, if possible, are the current... Hit, not hit, I'm sorry. The armor class and the strength score, as I could probably learn that from it being inert. But again, your discretion. You're you're um, studying this uh, construct, which is uh, almost towering over the, the uh, top of this one-story house, and uh, you're looking at its armor, at its weapons. Um, you take a look at its uh, it, it's a uh, kind of artificial muscle fibers 
still look in very good shape despite its age. Um, like old darts. In the, in the armor looks um, extremely tough. So I will tell you that its armor class is 20. Wow. Oof. Wow. And its strength is. Um, its strength is 23. Ooh. Yeah, we got this. We got this, guys. I will share that knowledge with uh, the rest of the group. That was nice of you. Captain does say, yes, it's one of our most powerful creations, but you don't necessarily have to destroy it. Just weaken it enough for us to gain an opening. Folks, use your best... um... Use your best uh, tacks, because that, that armor, that's uh, that's not good armor. Sounds very good. If it is an AC of 20, how do we hit it? With a very high dice roll. <laughs> He's, oh, it's, it's definitely still hittable. Yeah. Magic missile. Is this extremely... Not extremely, like, I think Cryvane had 19... Our proficiency bonus is plus three, and whatever our weapon, you know, our strength or dexterity modifier is going to be. So it's definitely hittable. It's just, you know, harder. Yeah. I'm not worried. I mean, my highest, I have, my lowest to hit is plus four. So, I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, I just have to roll a 16 on some of my abilities. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, Young Factory will climb to the roof of the nearby structure and attempt to hop on the Colossus's hop. back when the time is right. And I've uh, equipped her with the proper tools and magical in- incantations <laughs> that could hopefully calm the beast. Sally walks up and looks in, in amazement at its at uh, her uh, big brother. Extremely big brother. I'm going to step back because this thing probably has a decent reach. Well, on your command, I can activate the construct, but also any harm done to it will surely activate its defensive protocols. So I shall leave it up to you. Do we have anyone that can do a sneak attack? Whoever, if you just hit it on right, you'll get a basically a sneak attack. And then we'll start initiative. I can uh, try attack. Uh, <laughs> actually, if, if I probably have the most physical damage. I'll be honest, and I'll and I'm right here at it. So, okay. Now I could do one of two things. I could just hit it out right, or I can do booming blade. If you think oh, it'll before, try to move before 
before we do anything, we should probably all prepare what we're going to do. If not ready in action, we should at least, you know, conjure any animals, spirits, set up any spells that we may have. No, nope. um, Hey, Joey, something that I haven't really paid attention to uh, is if any spell has a money cost as part of a component. That's something that you're going to hold to pretty rigidly, right? Yeah, I remember mentioning... A couple sessions ago, like a conjure, uh, conjure familiar, like actually had that's a, right, like a 10 gold spell. And uh, you guys aren't poor anymore, so I'm gonna okay. say that you have to oh, you have to adhere to that. Okay, I'm, I, I'm I, had, I had chosen a, my for my fourth level, fourth level spell, I had locked in summon elemental, and now I realize that takes 400 gold per per thing, so I'm going to retcon that I did Ice Storm instead. If oh, that so is every time you summon elemental, it's 400 gold? That is what, what this spell it? says, and it, I am... Does it actually that. say that it uses up the component? Uh, yeah, it, it says... No, water. It wouldn't, in... it wouldn't consume it. No, you just need a gold inlaid vial worth at least four hundred GP, which we yeah. might not have from leaving Cryovane. But yeah, you just pretty much have to have it, like yeah. um, like identify required uh, a, uh, a like a pearl or something like that. Uh-huh. But it doesn't actually use it up. Meanwhile, uh-huh. if like if I cast Revivify, it would require a three hundred dollar a three hundred gold point um. A diamond, mm. and it would use it that one. And, and it explicitly says it uses the spell. Uses yeah, it'll specifically say yeah. in the components that uh, that it uses up the uh, the item. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna retcon my retcon. Then does that mean that I I have 400 gold? I'm sure. I don't think we divvied all that up, but I'm gonna say though, we haven't been back to a town where you can have this. That I got it. So okay. All right, then I am unretcon your I am re, re, I'm re-retconning the retcon. <laughs> okay. The timeline is just all messed up now. Because <laughs> of all the retcons. Loki's off in the corner. Jack of wants to look in the, the rubble, like, to see if there's anything that... Because she can't really do anything to kill the Colossus, so I'm going to see if there's something that can help us. Yeah, you're going gonna to have to support us for keeping us alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. he sees that... Um, some of the, the dwarf um, miners and have been like just resting here. You see some uh, some bed some bed rolls, um, but otherwise this um, this building has been abandoned and ramshackled um, for hundreds of years. You don't see much that can be of use in there. And don't sell yourself short. You can you can. Uh, Definitely make a difference in this battle. Hey, you got a lot of spells, don't you? I don't know. All right. So, are we ready to go? Or are we just gonna... You should have level 4 spells by now. Yeah. She has one level 4 spell. Uh, She has one level 4 slot. Yeah. I'm about to pop mine out, mate. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Joey's got in store for us. I'm gonna be stingy with mine. Never mind. I'm scared. All right. Well, uh, I'm. Do you want me to give this thing a big old whack then? 
Well, Varrican, do you still, do you have some sort of, like, grease spell that you can put on the ground? Uh, I've got some, I, I've got some extra ink. I, I don't think it'll be slippery enough, but do thank lizards, you for checking. Um, do lizards make grease? Probably not. Probably not. I'm going to use, I'm going to, well, I'm probably going to use Booming Blade on it. So we need, well, that's, not gonna, that's not going to kill it in one shot, so... <laughs> no. I don't think we have anything that will kill it in one shot. Fair enough. Well, I'm ready if everybody else is. I think that I should go ahead and cast some animals out here. I, Joseph, am going to do conjure animals, and I'm going to choose... Two beasts. Nah, we'll do one. One of challenge rating two or lower is what I am attempting to call forth from the nature around me to aid in this fight. Big fellow on his frame, like eight little portholes open up, and you see little rockets pointing out, ready to shoot. <laughs> How many beasts? Two, uh, two one. Two? One of level two or I take lower. A whole bunch of, I take a whole bunch of my darts and stick them out of the uh, the front of my dartboard shield. What number do you put it? Do you put them all in the bullseye? No, that's the. They don't all fit in the bullseye. I just, I just stab them on the shield. I'm not playing the game darts. I'm just, I'm just writing my thing. What, what the hell is wrong with you? I tried to explain this to you, look, physics. You're always playing. You, you told me that you're always playing darts. <laughs> I, that was a, that was a metaphor. You know, it's a metaphor because it's like a simile. <laughs> a, a green bear. Physics hated it. Shaka takes out Dragonbane, and she takes a braid of Xanth's hair that he gave her, and she ties it around Dragon's Bane. She's ready. Alright, are we ready? Alright, what kind of bear is this, Joey? This is a cave bear. It actually says that. Oh, it, did, it didn't say that when I looked at it a second ago. That's the story I'm going with. So this, uh... The dust kind of raises around you. It swirls around a bit. So once it settles, you see this, uh... gigantic bear here behind you. Or, or next to you. Um, I don't have probably. cave bear in the... Oh, but I have it as a thing. Okay, I got it. I'm good. Alright. Are we good? Are we ready to go? How many hits points does it say it has? It's... That it has 42. Ah! A good number. A good number. A good day to die. Is that, uh, is that status effect to remind you of concentration? Yeah. Okay. Alright, I do the thing from Gone in 60 Seconds, and I say... The, the original or the go. new? The new. Oh, the okay. new. <laughs> and, and I go, let's go. Alright, if we're ready. I use Booming Blade and do a melee oh. attack. Cave Bear moves up next to him. 
as he's doing advantage. that. Oh. It's, uh, he's basically a nerd. Hold on. Give me control of this bear when you get a second. Sorry. Any of those hit, Dustin? Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, that's the damage. Oh, okay. That's the if I. And do I melee attack? Neither of those yet. So uh, you actually do hit it. It's an initial hit. But it's uh, it's armor. You just couldn't get enough heft in your swing. Oh, uh, but feeling itself take damage. It's uh, its head kind of rises up, and you, his eyes begin to glow red. And you feel like there's an engine inside of this thing that is just revving up faster and faster and faster. Mm -hmm. Ah, good. You woke it up. Sally, seeing uh, the thing's eyes glow red, uses her magic helmet to make her eyes glow even redder, if that's at all possible. Uh, <laughs> roll an intimidation roll now. <laughs> <laughs> She's that creepy, creepy little girl from horror movie. Like, perfect. <laughs> Rolling initiative. Oh. Rolling initiative. Yeah. Everyone, he is the king. You have the, the heaviest hitter uh, go last. <laughs> I just sit back and tell you guys what to do. He's delegating as kings do. <laughs> so mote it be. We're ready. All right, already gone. I first. shall take off the first dart. Throw it. Just impacted on the surface. Second dart. Aim a little lower. Uh, apparently, it was not better. And I'm going to go ahead and use my quick toss to attempt third throw. And I hit! Ten piercing damage plus. Four more piercing damage. So you, you hit like a bolt or something that seems semi-critical. <laughs> See some Aim for the flashing parts, and I I, I run backwards. <coughs> uh, and that shall be my turn. All right, Nico. All right, so uh, with my uh, portholes open and missiles at the ready, um. I uh, unleash a, like, I do, like, my uh, magic missile at level six. 
and then I'm, I'm just gonna roll the dice uh, right here on a different thing. So roll. Baruch, do you have a bonus hit points? I see you. I'm putting my hit, my hit points wrong. It's saying there were 59, and I have 65. It should be uh, more than that. It should be the. It should be 50 um, because it should be yeah. 88 plus 8. So add another yeah. 7 to the 43, 50 damage. Yeah, 50 wait, damage. wait, 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 wait. How are you getting D8s from a magic missile? No, oh, oh shit, no. I thought so it'd be 8D4 plus 8. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, that's a good way to sack it. <laughs> there we go. It could have been better, but still. All forced damage. Right into the guy's face. And then, um, I guess Sally stays right behind me, ready to deflect any attacks that might come my way. Decent, decent chuck of damage off this thing. Guys, it only has 6 HP! <laughs> <laughs> Very deep, robotic voice. Um, here it's a, uh, Siege Unit Colossus operational Error detected. Error. Error. Hostiles detected. And you see his, uh... Like, where his torso is. Kind of, like, rise up a little bit. And the upper part of his body begins to spin around. And it's, uh, it's hammer and it's fist. Well, it's actually, no, I said... Like one hands a hammer, the other one's an axe. Actually, a huge axe. So I want, as this thing spins around, Rook, the cave bear, Varrican, and Big Fellow. Roll me a. Uh... Hold on. Don't Roll me a uh, DC, a, a dexterity saving throw. Ah! But I do see. But I'm seeing this coming. All right. Um, okay. And then uh, with my dexterity saving throw, I'm going to use a uh, flash of genius to add four to that. So it is now sixteen. Ah! Wow. My cave bear is just a bear, so he rolls a nine. <laughs> Only a bear. <laughs> I get 16. So if you passed, why don't you take 9 damage? If you, if you uh, failed, take um, 18. Sally, where were you and on the uh, <laughs> in the, in the, um, the uh, his torso stops spinning, 
kind of lowers back in place, and it um, takes its hammer and its axe in a, in a battle stance. Alright. Okay, I'm going to do Booming Blade, but I'm... I think I did that in the wrong order last time. I need to do a melee attack and then yeah. do booming, declare doing. But if I do booming blade, I can't do an extra attack. I know that. So, so what sure. is booming? What is booming blade? Booming blade. Um, they take one d eight thunder damage, and if they try to move, they then take a they then take two d eight thunder damage. I think, hold on, let me see. That. Yeah, it's 1d8. You, you basically make, you use your action to use Booming Blade to make a, uh, a, a, a melee attack with the spell. So it's not a normal attack when I'm reading like this. It's a spell. It's essentially using a spell action to make an attack. I still have, I, yeah, the, but it didn't do a roll for the attack when I oh, did that. okay. Yeah. So, what, what, what the, I just roll like a an axe attack, uh, axe attack. I'm guessing if that hits. Hits. All right. And then do do moving blade. And takes forty. It so it takes a total of okay. It's taking. Let's see here eight. Eight slashing damage and then four thunder damage, but in, and if it moves before my next turn, I, it takes seven more damage. Okay. You see a ring of electricity kind of circle it, but it doesn't take much notice to it. Shaka. Oh, I hold on. Oh yeah, I need to move, don't I? I'm going to actually move. I'm actually going to step back a little bit because I have a reason to do that. Uh, I'm going to move back over here. And that'll be my turn. 17 hit you. Oh, yeah. Opportunity attack. 17 does hit me. Right, so as you take a, a uh, step backwards out of the way, it takes his axe hand and just slashes you um, across the chest, chest with it. And I want you to take 14 slashing damage. Okay. 14 slashing damage. Alright. Yep. I'm a beefy boy. I can take that. <laughs> You're still in the stones. Did somebody forget to rage? Oh no! I it, I no, never I'm not raging. <laughs> I'm not raging until I get to. I've got. I can't cast spells in rage, so I'm gonna. Oh, that's I'm throwing really? Some yeah. Once I rage, yeah. I can't cast spells. So. He's playing a I'm going bit of a tough combo classing here, multi-classing. So, but it does. But there is some synergy. But it, oh yeah, it'll no. work out in the. 
It's just I have to, you know, I can't just pop my rage at the top of combat anymore. Right. Mm. Hey, Varrican. No, it's Shaka's turn. Oh, I'm sorry, Shaka. You skipped me. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna go uh, behind a column that's still standing where I get a good uh, view of the Colossus. I'm gonna aim like over here. Wait, yeah. I'm gonna cast. Um, Side of it. Shatter. At level four, hit it says cast. I don't hit this book. Don't that button. Where's that one? <clears throat> I did it twice on accident. Uh, I'll take the first one. Yeah, and uh, the, since the, the Colossus is uh, made out of inorganic stuff, it has to roll at disadvantage for its wisdom save. Yeah, or, or it's inorganic, so it's just. Oh. Is that a rules? If it's not, if it's not uh, organic, then it. Uh... Yeah, the chat for chatter. A creature inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on saving throws. Yeah. I don't know if that technically counts for a construct. Oh. Well, it's a big old. It's made of. It's a big old thing made of metal. I mean, it's not organic, so you know. I guess that's true. Uh, okay, so wisdom disadvantage. It's not very smart. Rolls a five. So it gets twenty-eight uh, damage. Thunder damage. Inspiration. Yeah, you, you, you should just go to. Hard inspiration to uh, Gherkin. Or no, who's next? Would be Gherkin. Don't keep skipping our turns. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. I'm. I, oh, I'm reading this wrong. Oh, uh, wait, no, that's no, 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 no. I got that right. I got that right. I, just ignore me. I'm just. What? Uh, who are you giving hard inspiration to? Was it to me? No. Oh. <laughs> Okay, alright. I just thought it sounded like Dartigan, so I was. Oh, sure. it didn't. <laughs> In your dreams. <laughs> I constantly dream of Chaka Khan. Are <laughs> <laughs> we Zizix is up? No, it's Dartigan is up. Here, here. I was waiting for, uh, for people to figure out what's going on. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have Hardic Inspiration. Hey, just a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Um. You got this. Uh. I will mix. I will go with something that. Um, okay, that's a, a. I think that's a little overkill. So let's go with it. Um, I will. 
I will cast something that it will not be able to uh, to dodge. Um, I will cast. Please no. Wall of fire. Where? This lane. Create a wall of fire on a solid surface within range. Uh, it can make the wall up to 60 feet. Um, I will make it uh, the the 20 for the actual distance of, of the thing. Uh, and just put it underneath the guy. Well, okay. Uh, each creature within the area must make a deck saving throw. On a failed save, they take 5d8 fire damage, half if, if successful. Is that right away or on their turn? Um... Uh, both, I think. Then yeah, when it appears, uh, when it in, uh, I think it's uh, when it enters it for the first time, or when it ends its turn. So it's okay. this is this is very weird because it has like three different ways that the spell hits. It does, if I recall, part of it happens immediately if you cast it on somebody. Yeah, if I'm reading it right, it happen if if they're in it when I cast it, they uh they they go for it now, but also at the end of their turn or if they ever move into it. So yeah, when the wall appears, each creature within the area must make a dexterity saving. So that happens right now if you're casting it on the colossus. Think about it like this: you're basically the colossus is now standing in fire. Looking like a badass. <laughs> There's another thing. One side of the wall selected by you cast spell deals damage when a creature ends its turn within ten feet of that side. Oh, that's smart. That's the yeah. That's the second bit, and then the third one is that the creature does the same thing when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Uh, the other side of the wall deals no, deals no damage. You have to get 10 feet away in order to not take damage? 10 feet of one side of the wall. It's designed to basically just push people. It, it's it's a it's an area control spell, really. The sheep hurt him. Essentially, it's like everybody on the far side of it is not taking damage. Everybody on the other side of it, it's like standing in a fire, standing in or near a fire. Yeah. What's the next save? Yep. Yep. Uh, DC 14. <coughs> uh, 9. Alright, so ends up, uh, whatever that dice roll was. Um, 5d8, I think it's it. Uh, uh, it was 24 damage. It's actually looking kind of beat up. King Zizix. Alright, so let's see. <laughs> Can this bear attack 
without getting burned, or can he move around the wall of fire to there without being in it? That's fun. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, it, it just—it's just the width of the of the closet itself. So it pretty gotcha. much stops right around the side of the fence. So okay, go around it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I want to stay within melee range, and well, well, actually, I guess it's my turn first before the bear gets to do anything. Um, let's see, did a uh, Maruk? Did you did you take you took damage from him, right? Yes, I did. I I. I am down to like I've got like I'm down quite a bit. Of, I'm got I'm down about yes, almost twenty health. Yeah, I'm down okay. like twenty something health. You have you. I'm gonna cure you since you're here next to me, and I don't want to get up next to that thing. So that is my action is to cure you for twelve. You're healed for twelve. Mightily appreciated. And then I tell the bear to attack, but don't get burned. He's going to come around, and he is going to do one of his attacks. He is going... Oh, that's going to suck to try and bite a robot, but that's what he's going to do. For a 23, which I believe hits, as we know he is a 20. For he 9... Finds a, he finds a convenient piece of wire on the thing. Yeah, it's, it's maybe a... A hose or something. And then um, he is going to then, after finding purchase with his teeth, slash with his claws and not quite make that. Couldn't, couldn't quite aim that as well. His, he got a little electrocuted. A little, little shock from that, from biting that wire through. He got... <laughs> oh. Oh, he does. And... Then I'm just gonna move over here behind Mar Well, no, I already did that. Okay, and then that is, that is my turns. So a few of you start feeling the ground below you, kind of um, shuffle around, like oh. someone's trying to dig its way up. Uh oh. Oh no, oh, zombies! No. no, I think we we had an innocent witness at the logging camp. I came back. Pretty sure I saw this doesn't in the Kevin Bacon film. <laughs> doesn't seem as uh, as um extreme as that, but big fellow, you see a hand pop its way out of the earth. Organic, or and organic. it looks very much like your hand, metal, oh. leatherly, and um this uh warforged yeah. crawls its way from under the ground but it has like parts missing like an arm got torn off or has a big hole in his torso is like struggling to struggling to move are their eyes the same color as the Warford, uh, the Glothus? they are they're glowing a bright red and Varrican um Dardagon ah. you see similarly um, these uh, these Warforged crawl from the ground not unlike a robot zombie 
<laughs> Big fellow friends of yours. They here to help. I can I do like a history check to see if they were friends of mine? Sure. <laughs> you might I recognize. Them, I might one of them. <laughs> you know, you, you might recognize like one of these as being a uh, fellow Warforged that fought on this. That that fought big, a battle. Big fellow suddenly goes, "Oh great, it's Liv." That's <laughs> Liv. <laughs> we had a messy breakup. <laughs> yeah. But the one closest to Big Fellow gonna t take uh, his arm kind of morphs not morphs, but like transforms into a blade he's gonna take a stab at you twice Does a, a 19 hit you? Um uh, Sally deflects so yeah, hit guys to roll at a disadvantage Okay, so that, that one's a nine. Alright. That nine does not hit me. Sally does like a kung fu thing where it catch, catches the blade right before it hits your face. But. Good girl. He takes another. his other arm. And a sucker punches you. <clears throat> in the face. You know, he takes uh, seven slashing damage. What? Mm. Does he have the roll for that other attack? I'm pretty sure that's a Sally's reaction, right? Alright then. Um, as my reaction, I cast that, so therefore he cannot hit me. It's a nine. Oh, if it's 19, that means a direct hit, right? Uh, well, he attacked twice. What was your what's your armor class? Well, if I use a, a spell, I got 19 armor class, but I, I'll regular it's 14. Uh. Oh yeah, it says until the start of your next turn. I know it, it's re yeah, it's reaction. Um, it doesn't matter though. He punches you right on the side of the face, and you, you're just a split second too late with that uh that shield. So you take seven slashing damage. Nuts! Get smacked in the side of the face. You're like, ow! Shield? Try that again. <laughs> One of these war is gonna come up to you, Zizix. Of course it is. Attack you twice. Does a 16 hit? No. A 16 does not. It's just too it's just too badly damaged. It can't can't do the proper uh proper thing. Nice. The one by you, Varrican. Gonna walk up to the Colossus right here. And uh you see its chest cavity kinda open up. And you see a, uh, a burst of red magic pour into the Colossus's own chest cavity. And um, his eyes glow a little brighter as the Colossus's, as the Warforged glow a little dimmer. This Warforged drops over dead. Uh-oh. And the Colossus is healed. Completely? Or just... Colossus healed. Good amount. A fair amount. Oh, well, that sucks. I'm sweating now. 
So we got to keep these. So we've got to keep these guys away from them. All right. All right. And the the, the tanks do better uh, getting the mobs. This other warforce is going to come towards you, big fellow. When you take eleven slashing damage total. It hits you with its blade arms. They're gonna turn you into one of the zombie warforges. I hope not. Oh no! And one's by you, Dardigon. Uh, does a nineteen hit you? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, so first one catches you totally unaware. We take a total of. 12 slashing damage. Uh, I'm going to use a reaction to parry. I'm going to roll a uh, uh, my d6 superiority die and add 5 to it. And I rolled a 6! So I don't have to take 11 of that damage. I only take 1. Oh, nice. Nice. Wait, the parry is... How did 11... How did 11 come from it, that? It's a 6 plus a 5. So I just rolled the d6. It doesn't add it to there because I, I can use it for various different things. I just set it up to roll. So it, it tries to get the jump on you. But um, but you parry it right before it hits you. And then you only take one slash of damage. Okay, Dixon's already Um, yeah. But it's the other one, his other arm blade, much like... Uh, Big fellow hits you in the side for six slash damage. I'll take that. Alright, nice. now your turn. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and use my first attack to just try and push this damn thing away from me. So I'm going to roll a strength check in an attempt to uh, shove it five feet. I get a dirty 20. It will roll. You'll need to roll a acrobatics or athletics. Actually, it's my acrobatics, which is, or my athletics, which is a plus three. So yeah, it's it's dirty twenty for me. So this thing's pretty run down. Yeah, we'll push it backwards five feet. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and take out my dart as my second is that attack. Not prone or anything? Or... Uh, I can choose to knock it prone or shove it five feet. I am shoving it five feet. Okay. So it staggers back a little bit. Yeah, so, and I will use my second attack to uh, attack it with the darts. 17 hit. Oh, the Warforge? It does. Yes. I'll do 10 piercing damage to it. It's off a good chunk of health. And I will use another superiority die to throw my third dart, or throw my second dart as my third attack. Quick toss. So, 23 hits be another 10 damage plus a d8. Ah, max there. Another 8 damage on top of that. So Sorry. Total 28 damage that, that turn. It was looking raggedy before. Now it looks like a, a, a gentle breeze might knock it over. <laughs> uh, big, big I, will, I will skedaddle back um, if you give me one minute, I'm actually gonna 
give these Warforged their own uh, initiative. Okay. So that first round, they just got the jump on us. On you. Yeah. Oh, and hurt. Because I don't want to necessarily wait for the beginning of the next round for them to do it, do something. I didn't like their initiative, so I was going to just, you know, roll again. Roll, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I just put them at the top. Yeah, I put them all at the top. That's that's <laughs> fair. You can treat that like a, it's a surprise round. They just come out at the, once. Oh, so they're mostly all at the top anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of, it's kind of cheating. Does eighteen hit you, Zizix? Eighteen does hit me. Take six slashing damage. Uh, Roll your uh, concentration check. All right. Does a fourteen hit? No. Uh, 21. Yep, you're able to keep your concentration. Huzzah! Hey, the bear lives. Is like, yeah, he's like, hey, should I still stick around? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're good. Alright, big fellow. Since I'm quite intimate with these uh, creatures' uh, makeup, should I roll at my rolls be at advantage when I attack it? Um, no. Dang it. I don't think they're favored enemies. Alright. Um, Alright, so this valid, one... Valid question, though. <laughs> yeah. This one right here, I, I uh, take out my equal. I don't like any advantage, just for being just for being clever, though. <laughs> so I do get to roll an advantage? No. It's just for advantage. Oh, okay. Alright. Off my equal. So I hit. Are you hit? Are you attacking the the big thing or the little ones? This guy. Okay, that hits. All right, and then I uh, do it again. Does <coughs> eighteen hit? Uh, yes. All right, and then uh, Sally. Actually, one. well, what? actually, um, it does hit. But the war ford forged next to it is going to uh, try to deflect the attack, so I want you to roll again. As ah! Ooh, they have protectors. Ah, uh, I like this, I like this uh, dynamic. So I, I roll um, my first two. I just roll again. Like... No, uh, just roll again. We'll see if it's higher or lower. Fortunately, for the Warforged, wasn't quite strong enough, and you still hit it. And uh, the original 13, 13 hits. So I got I started eight and then a thirteen because I because I attacked it twice. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's looking, then, it's looking pretty bad. And then Sally winds up her fists um, like almightily, like Popeye the Sailor Man, and uh, he was a big old walk. Face. Hits, but 
Still standing. Dang it. Um, alright. Uh, thus concludes my turn. Turn the page. <laughs> Where did Dart move to? Uh, I'm over on there. the right side of the map. <laughs> it's like, I'm out of here. I am no good if Thing is right next to me, so I run. <laughs> I run giant. Unfortunately, I was right next to the, uh, the house, so I didn't quarter cut. It's okay, they didn't come after me anyway. This Warforge trembles up to Zizix. 19. 19 will hit. 8. So he's going to take 5 slashing damage. Roll your and... concentration. 19. Constitution. That'll do it. This one's going to shamble towards the Colossus. Does Sally still have a reaction? Uh, she has a reaction for this turn, yeah. So Sally could attempt to hit it as it goes forward. Yes, Sally will do that. One. It's like reaching out with one arm towards the Colossus. Seventeen. It hits. And, you, and you see its chassis begin to open up and the red glows come brighter. Yeah. But Sally uses her force punch just in time. Knocks his head straight off. Before it. Straight close. Yep. Straight. Sally. Yeah, right <laughs> resident Sally. Boom. The captain kind of yells from inside the house. Um, these Warforged seem to be in some kind of collective consciousness with the Colossus. It's fascinating, but also terrifying. <laughs> Captain, let us hope we do not fall the victim to the same mind as them. This perhaps gives me an idea, but we must weaken the creature even further. What do you mean, we? we haven't, you haven't done anything. Uh. Yeah, roll initiative, Captain. You're doing a great job. <laughs> we must I defeat the Oh, you're one of those modern major captains. He is the very model of a modern major general. So this thing, um, notices that he's in fire. I'm on fire! He's gonna trample down this, this fence, force his way past the, uh, the bear. And takes, and takes seven thunder damage. Takes seven thunder damage as he crosses that barrier. Is that, do we get the, uh, uh, attack of opportunity on them? I don't think you're close uh, enough. No, 
Unless you have a 10-foot reach, I don't think so. Plus, yeah. the, you have to also remember the wall is opaque. Yeah. Although I guess it was standing in the wall. So, so Factory kind of curses from the roof. She goes, how am I supposed to hop on it now? Didn't Fire think wall. of that, did you? We could just toss you at it. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. I've got to see who's next in line. <laughs> so one hand axe is going to come down to the bear. Does a 15 hit? 15 will hit a bear. Oh. Takes 20 slashing damage. Wow, that's a big ol' hit. No more picnic baskets for him. <laughs> He's got a... The fire, by the way. He's got a big uh, boo-boo. <laughs> I was that. <laughs> the hammer is going to come down on uh, on uh, big fellow. At disadvantage, Sally deflects. Ten wouldn't have hit anyway. You're right out of his reach. All right, Maruk. I could move to get closer, but I think I'm gonna I want to clear some of these out. So I'm actually going to do something interesting. I'm going to use lightning lure on this fellow here. Um, he has to do a a DC twelve strength check. Uh, one of the warforged. Yeah. Which one? This fellow. This fellow right in front, next to the big fellow. Yeah, this fellow, you got a big fellow, you got that fellow. Uh, he has to do this, you first. Yes, I remember uh, it my has name. to. It was this fellow. It has to hit. Alright, um, he gets pulled 10 feet towards me. Well, hold on, did I have to roll for something? Uh, DC 12. Dexterity? Strength. Strength. Rules of 15. Alright, nothing happens. I throw up this... I throw up this line of lightning, wraps around it, and it just kind of pops through it. And I just go like, Well, that happened. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything else I can do this turn. Um, wait, hold on a second. I'm next to Zizix. Oh, I get to do so. Okay, um. Me. Alright, Zizix. Attack him. Oh, wait, that's it. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Is that a bonus action? Or. What? Yeah, what a, are you trying to do? A, I was going to use a bolstering magic, but I think that is an actual. That's an action, so. Yeah, it's an action. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I'm done. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. 60 feet. Oh. I'm going to I'm going I'm going to get a little bit no, I'm going to move here. Actually no, I'm gonna move here. And that's my turn. Alright. Yeah. 
Hold, hold, if you hold the option or control, Joey, you can, um, uh, you don't have to snap the fire to a grid. I just, I had to move it to get to the, yeah, come on. A factory oh, okay. says, uh, Chaka, catch me. She jumped down from the, from the roof. I, I cast, um, Featherfall. Don't I have that? Nice. Ooh. Is that something I have? No, I have Ah, oh, damn, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> you you use Big Fellow to cast Featherfall? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was looking at his feet, not mine. <laughs> I don't have it. Regardless. I had to catch her. Yeah, you're, you're able to catch her. She goes down to the ground. <laughs> she goes, okay, one of you's going to have to throw me, I guess. Alright. I'll make the captain do it. Yes, let him pull his weight around here. As you wish. Is this ah. a, I still have a turn, right? Or was my turn catching her? No, no, you, you still have a turn. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm the. I've got the. I've got 19 strength. That might be the best shot at it. Or is that a dex? There's throwing someone a dex. Well, since you're a good. barbarian, I would say, you know, strength. It would be a- athletics. Alright, uh, I've got plus seven to athletics, so... I'd probably be the best shot at getting her over there. Uh, I'm just gonna ignore her and, uh, cast my level three shatter. Can I do it over here so I don't get the cave bear? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, constitution save. At a disadvantage. I think last time we did it. What? I think last time we did that it was, it was a dex or something. 11. So it takes 13 thunder damage. That is admittedly one of the best spells to have against constructs. <laughs> Where we are. Um, I I give Bardic Inspiration to Maruk. Yes. I really appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. So now Varrican and Maruk both have Bardic Inspiration. So this fellow. It's gonna take a step towards the Colossus, so Maruk, you can take a swing at it. Alright, uh, hold on. Alright. Does it Definitely does. It takes seven damage. But his chassis opens, and the red, red energy inside him transferred over to uh, the big one. Again. Ugh. Oh, man. But not as much. Not as much as before. Yeah. 
Right, Virgin. Um, we need to get rid of the uh, of these things. So, I am going to uh, try to help. Uh, I'm gonna run around everybody. Uh, get here, and I'm going to attack the. Uh, uh, the one right here. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm dropping the flames since uh, they're now of no use. And am I going to use a spell? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm not. I'm not holding flying uh, punches. Uh, I'm going to shoot. Uh, th I, these things are pretty tough, right? The uh, the little ones. They're not. They're not. Uh... They're kind of like good boy instead of uh, little man instead of Sally. And that fellows. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk it. So I'm going to shoot three scorching rays at them, I, or at, at this uh, the one in front of me. Yeah, the one in front of you looks really, really hurt. Okay. Um, I one at that and two uh, two at the one in behind no, back there. Okay. So that nineteen on the one right in front of me. That's a hit. Uh thirteen and twenty-two on the other. Twenty-two hits. Ugh. Measly three damage of fire for the one right in front of me. That's enough though. Okay. Half yeah, falls over. Adam. The red the red in its eyes go out. Um, wait, did the, uh, uh, did the, the 13 hit? Seven. Uh, did the 13 hit? Okay, not. well then just 7. Alright. Take one off the table. Zizix. Alright, so Factory was trying to get back up to the Colossus, right? Yeah, she's the only one small enough to to get in there. Okay. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I want to happen and you tell me what can and if it needs to have any roles for it. So but she also I, says that don't do it now. No. He still looks a little too powerful. Especially Got after, it. He, after he absorbed those uh those magic cores. Got it. Okay, then some of what I was going to say does not apply. Um, I am going to uh, shape into a giant... Oh, shoot. I just, I'm just i about to paste a bunch of things. A giant boar. <laughs> and I am going to accept an opportunity attack because I am going to then move... Here and then here to hit him with a charge attack. Oh, nice. So this one takes a slash at you. It's likely gonna 17. hit me. That is gonna hit. Seven slashing. Roll your constitution. Oh, what did that end up? Well, that was close. That was close. <laughs> All right, yes, it's a, a 10 minimum, so you'll we'll keep constitution. Alright, I get hit for so 7 on seven it. Damage. Perfect. You just, yeah. just charge this uh, 
It's Warforged. And if I can hit him with this, which is... Uh, roll good! Yeah! Ooh, nice. Okay. So, uh... That's 18 from there. And so, here's a question for you. Um, let me just actually paste this for you. Oh, I can't. I want to show it. Uh... So, if if I move 20 feet, blah, 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 the target takes an extra 2d6 slashing damage. Is that... Should that be doubled because it was a crit, or is that kind of just outside of the crit? What, what be doubled? What you're asking? The charge damage is an additional two d six. Uh, every, it, it gets added to the damage for the crit attack. Okay. So, so then you double that dice as well. All dice that hit on the crit get doubled. Okay. In that case, Joey, it's going to be four plus six. Oh wow! So another so ten weird. slashing. So ten this plus twenty-eight. Is, <laughs> it's looking uh, about as bad as it did before. The <laughs> was, was and I'm, I'm <laughs> and we are back where we were. If the target is a creature, it needs to make a DC thirteen strength save, or else it will be prone. Is there any restrictions on size on that? Uh, no, I don't. Does not look that way. If it's a creature, it must succeed or be knocked prone. I bet, you know, if it was like. <laughs> it doesn't say any, but I. <laughs> but no. Most of the time it says things for like one size bigger, which this is yeah. one size bigger, so it, I, it probably is fine. Doesn't say anything about the size, so, uh. Is not prone. Ooh, even with the wow, he rolled poorly, and that's that's fine by me. Oh yeah, he rolled real bad. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I wasn't expecting uh, a strength save for him to fail, but I will take it. I will stop complaining. So I'm gonna say it falls over backwards onto the bear. Um, <laughs> yeah, it kind of falls over backwards into a, one of the trees. And um, the chassis that a factory would have to get in is um, now close to the ground, but she probably still needs some help to get up to it. Man, I was going to have her try to ride me, and then I... Phrasing. Send me the android bishop. <laughs> Well, that's it. Depending, either D'Artagnan or Bigfoot will have a chance before the guy moves. So he's prone right now? Yeah. Yeah. A uh, strength fighter, otherwise, I would try to keep him pinned. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that to a huge cruiser. That's... I wouldn't be able to, you're right. Well, is that Zizek's turn? But it's, a, it's actually the bear's turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, the bear is gonna do some attacks with advantage, I believe. 
Oh, yeah? Alright. He is going to... Uh, aim for that squishy spot that he found before. And can't quite find it with his bite. And see what he can do with it. And then, but he does get some purchase with some claws in there. Yeah, he started, he started ripping away some of some paneling that got damaged. <laughs> he means that's what you get for hitting me so much. Okay. And then that is the end of my turn. Factory doesn't have an initiative order. Or let's say she kind of gets into position at a safe distance. But, uh, she may need some help to well, get into it. But she but she thinks that it's damaged enough now, especially being prone. Well, why'd she run away from the people, one, one of the few people who can throw her? Okay, we'll wait till your turn. She's afraid of elephants. Darting on. Oh, no, you need to get over, she needs get over my big fellow because I go after the Colossus. So it looks like that they're trying to do that so I'm just going to go ahead and get up close to the only uh, uh, little zombie that's left. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, do what I do best. Dart. This is a 13 hit. No. Alright, I do a, uh, wait, how far was he? 5, 10, 15. Right, I do a flash. It's still, uh, it's still Mark's turn. I was going to do a flash bench from Genius so that way he could add 4 oh. to it, uh, his oh. start. Fla uh, flash of Genius. Get a 4 to your dart. Uh, seven, uh, 1d4 or just 4? Uh, just, just 4. 17. Does a 17 hit? 17 hits. <laughs> For max 11 damage. Nice. We'll dart a second time. That's a 15 hit. That's not hit. I do it again. Flash of genius. You only get one reaction. Oh. Never mind then. <laughs> you can do it. I will, <laughs> I will dart a third time with my quick toss. 13, which will not hit. Yep. But I'm going to go ahead and take my action surge and take two more attacks. Uh, nice. 24 finally hits. Yeah. Or 10 damage. These my damages are high. One last one. Looks, ver looks very hurt. 27 for a measly eight damage. That's enough, though. He falls over. <laughs> Try to have a plus seven to damage. It's great. I would hope so with darts. <laughs> and I'll just shout out, I got you, fam! The zombie's dead! And that'll be my turn. There you follow. Right. So we're we have to get factory into the uh, the chassis now, right? Yeah. All right. 
Uh, ma'am, can I pick you up with your consent? <laughs> consent granted. She gives you a high five. Alright. I, uh, Big Bella grabs Factory, uh, and carries her down like a, like a football, and, uh, both he and Sally dramatically run up to the, uh, the Warforged. Um, and, uh, Sally gets to the Warforged, uh, the, the Colossus first, and she, uh, crouches down and, like, puts her hands in, like, that little giving you a boot kind of, like, a pose that you've seen people do before in, uh, in movies and stuff, and, uh, gives Big Fellow a boost up to, uh, to get, uh, to get, uh, uh, factory to be able to reach the chassis. Like a little stepping stone. Give me a, uh, give it a, um, athletics or acrobatics, your choice, with advantage. I'll do, uh, athletics. Because I'm a graceful, uh, I'm doing, um, uh, ac acrobatics because I'm graceful. That twenty is enough to do it. So she kind of climbs onto the top of this thing. His arms are laying flat on the ground, so it can't, so it can't swat it off, and it tries to to wiggle her off, wiggle her off like a like a colossus from a whatever that game's called, something with colossus. Shadow um, of the colossus. Shadow of the colossus. But she's able to keep her grip. She starts knocking around on the panels. Um, and trying to find the right one. She can't find quite yet. Can I give her a flash of, it, of genius? Um, you already used your reaction for the yeah. You don't get your reaction back off. until your turn comes back around, Chris. Nuts. Yeah. She goes, I keep it distracted. But the Colossus stands up. Factory is able to. Hold on tight. But it's like he, he doesn't even notice that he's there. <laughs> okay. But he starts to spin around again. Slowly at first. Faster and faster. So I want the bear, big fellow, Sally, and the boar. <laughs> to give me a uh, dexterity saving throw. Sally and the Boar is a half decent band name. Sally and the Boar. That'd be a great name for a band. <laughs> like a minstrel group that you get at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> so if you rolled a 17 or higher or lower um want you to take 21 slashing damage if you roll above I think I did a con save on accident 
If you roll below, then you, then you get 11. And I'm not gonna worry about a concentration, because that killed my bear. So my spell is broken. So if you failed the... If you got less than a 17, you get 11? 20. If you get less than 17, you get 21. Damn it. Slashing damage. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Let's see, your factory's gonna have to hold on tight. And so Sally gets 11, she passed. Factory, unfortunately, gets thrown off. Oh no. Oh wait, sorry. Can I jump and try to catch her on my back? She gets thrown backwards. Oh. Be okay? <laughs> she probably just She's fell like 50 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks kind of hurt. She just goes, Plan B, just try to finish it off. Right? Okay, yeah. now. If you can tell, like, there's, like, armor plating. This thing is, is falling off. This thing is, like, jittering. You feel the... And you just hear the engine within its, its chest just working over time. Okay, I'm going to here to check. I am going to cast... I'm going to cast a level 1 Chaos Bolt. At the... Let's see, the, let's see if this... Yeah, I'm, I'm within 120 feet, I would say. What do you say? The nice best thing, nice thing about spellcasters is that their range is nuts. Candy. Take Eldritch Spear, you can um, cast... Uh... Cast the uh, Eldritch Blast up to 300 feet. <laughs> so, what is uh, Chaos Bolt? Um, essentially, I roll. Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, it seven doesn't hit though. Essentially, I I roll one kind of damage, and then it it, it does a dis like it changes damage basically. Like it'll just do roll like one. a. Yeah. Seven though, does not hit. Oh. All right, yeah. that's one of my spell slots. Yeah, you have uh, the bardic inspiration. Don't forget. Oh, uh, a bardic inspiration ain't gonna help a seven. Probably not. All right, that's then. I'm going to just kind of. I'm gonna come over here and. Twenty-five. All right, and okay, that's my turn. Chakra. All right, just a moment. She stepped out of the room. She's coming back in. What? It's my turn. Hi. Don't look at me like that. Oh, no. How dare you? What? I'm gonna. Cast a first level of Tanner. 
Shatter a level 3 spell, is that why it's uh... Oh, what's... Right out there? Yeah, yeah, the slots for that. Yeah, the slots. Never at third level. Okay. Nice. Constitution disadvantage. So, uh... Shatter is like when the ground is like... Kind of starts to vibrate, right? Um... Is it? Oh no, it's just the sound. Yeah, it's thunder damage. You're, you're thinking, um... Wait, uh, I, I know what you're thinking of, but yeah. Yeah, the thing we did to the dragon before, but um... Yeah, so you let out this, uh... This thunder wave. Not, not the literal thunder wave spell, but this, uh... Lightning attack. Right next to this, uh... Huge construct, right. and it just shatters the two glass eye sockets in various pressure points around its body. Steam starts to emanate forth, and it kind of falls to the ground. But the but the um, and it seems to be for all intents and purposes deactivated. But you still hear the motor. The, the magic forge within his chest still revving. So, you think this thing may regain its strength? <clears throat> Probably gathering more magic from Warforge still underneath the earth. Oh no. But, you're essentially out of combat right now. And, uh,. If we're out of combat, I am going to, I'm going to pick up Factory and run her towards the, and run her towards the uh, machine. Yep, she goes, help me up, help me up. Um, she gets in there. What's that? I help her. I help her get up there as best I can. It's like a little bit too high, but use your trunk. To get the uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, and she uh she's, she's like she's like, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ooh, this thing's hot. <laughs> but but she uh finds the right chassis and um takes her tools, unscrews it, finds a bunch of circuitry inside, and she finds um essentially what is this thing's brain. Um which looks like a mixture of like magic crystals and like technology kind of interacting with each other. There was an off switch the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's set to evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. She goes, Captain, I think I found it. And the captain also. Ask for a lift up. So, uh, big fella, that's on you. I got my hands full. I, uh, or, oh, oh, I, hold on. 
factory's up there. I'll, I, uh, is factory already up there? Okay, never mind. I'm going to put my ear to the ground and see if I hear, hear if I hear any, uh, other zombies possibly rumbling around. Um, if they were making noise before, they aren't now. Okay. <laughs> so the captain spends a few minutes looking at the circuitry. He's checking his his wrist, which uh, some of you may notice has like little bars and graphs on it. So Does maybe it's a... like it's reading vital signs. Does he have a pit boy? And <laughs> he has a pit boy. <laughs> And um, he goes, this as I expected, the the magic ch- chassis, the, the the magic forge in his in his chest, is operating at well above its recommended <laughs> levels, at least at least three hundred and eighty six percent. It's no wonder oh. why this thing went insane. Okay, who overclocked the Colossus? <laughs> I have a theory. And I think right. our our former comrades that attacked us proves this true. Normally, when our kind perish, the magic energy since simply radiates out of our bodies and just dissipates into the into the atmosphere. If we have a soul, it goes wherever souls go. If you believe that kind of thing, but I don't. <laughs> This Colossus is so massive that as our brethren fell on the battlefield, it got absorbed into the Colossus's core till it was too much to handle. So it's powered by the Forsaken... It's powered by a multitude of Forsaken souls, then. The souls... The magic souls are could still be viable. Perhaps we can give new life to the others that have fallen in what had become Connieberry. Yes. A town of uh, Warforged. We will soon conquer the planet. Um, time, what'd you, wait, wait, wait what, what'd you say? Wait, what'd you say, big fellow? <laughs> yeah, what'd you so say? Here. <laughs> I believe here are our options. I can simply shut down the Colossus. Won't be a threat to anyone. Or I can vent the souls enough for its reactor to be stable again. And we can reprogram it to be a protector of wherever we deem fit. More than likely, since given its simple programming, it'll see Connieberry in the nearby Tribor Trail as deemed worthy of protection. Or you can kind of see he's a little more excited about this possibility. I believe we can use the soul, the magic souls within the, the furnace, and give life to the Warforged. Buried here in Connieberry. The, the Colossus will, for all intents and purposes, cease to function. No. But I would perhaps t- we could 
perhaps my kind and big fellow's kind can find an, a new a new existence on this plane on this planet since Say, the way home is lost to us oh that that resonates that resonates with me I tell you what I say we I say we uh, I say we bring these warforged back to life properly this time that's my vote I mean, there's little reason to, with Cryovane Fallen, there's little reason to have a massive protector, at least in the foreseeable future. So I don't, I don't see a reason why we should particularly just make him a guardian of the Tribor Trail. Why have one Colossus when you can have several Mies? Exactly. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, uh, it's hard to yeah. say, but with the amount of energy in this thing's core, we could potentially have up to two dozen Warforged. And I'll be able to stand life. up against King Zizix. Yeah, but... Or defend King Zizix. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, they don't have to be... I mean, y'all could... I'll live in harmony. I mean, y'all could rebuild the town, help rebuild the town. We could probably get people living here again. All, all to the glory of Corellan. I think the Colossus would bring I would hope. Back to I would hope you would know by now. We. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 that was a good idea. So keep, keep the Colossus. He'll bring tourism back to Conningbury. <laughs> Not a bad idea. We could, we could <laughs> hang like. We could put a little saddle on him and the children can ride him. It'll be great. That sounds awesome too, actually. Yeah, they look like those big metal dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm just the problem is with with that. I, I say the the more the merrier, you know. All right, let's just go with Maruk's plan. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean. It just honestly, it seems like the more ethical thing. It seems like honestly, <laughs> it is a good idea. I could use some spare some spare help around the top. I just want to go back to the bar and drink. I've had to fight two ginormous creatures in one afternoon. Also, That's if that. if the. Uh... Uh, the giant one truly has gone insane. It it could be a um, a kindness uh, to uh, put him at rest. Part yeah, of the appeal for the children. All right, everybody wants. Yeah, to the captains that. think. Yeah, the captain thinks it was the excess of the uh, Warforged magic souls that just caused I mean, him to overwhelm there's him. There's probably tons of them buried. They're these ancient dinosaur creatures, right? Scattered all across the land. Yes. Connieberry was the site of a a battle where many warfighters. Oh, okay. Fell. So we should we should. There's there are probably no more around. Except for that, the ocean maybe. It would be unlikely. Our 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 magic originates from Eberron. It would be nearly impossible. I believe it would be impossible to find the proper magic here to create more of us. Oh, that's good then. 
So that this would be it. But I mean, there'd be enough of potentially. But there would be enough that they would be able to, you know, keep themselves. You know, I think Connie Berry would make an excellent home. But I imagine many of us want to travel, having no need to be warriors anymore. Oh, that sounds good to me. Bring my people alive. Maybe we'll keep the... Maybe we'll keep the... With no no objection. I'm I'm saying maybe we'll keep the Colossus body around, turn it into like a playground or something. My snorts were snorts of agreement. Very well. So it makes a few adjustments. And uh, remember the scene in Ghostbusters when the containment thing yeah. uh, breaks out and all the, the ghosts pour out little balls of, of magic mm-hmm. or souls? It's basically what you see here. You see a beam of light kind of erupt from uh, the thing's belly in a bunch of... Um, but it's not red like before. It's kind of a greens and blues, kind of rough from it. And from all over Connieberry, you see them settle into the earth. And uh, over the next, uh, you know, the next uh, few moments, you start to see the Warforged kind of dig themselves out. Some of them are in good shape, some of them are in bad shape. But they don't have the red glowing eyes like the other ones do. So as the Colossus powers down, um, the Warforge one by one start making themselves to where you're all um, conjugated. And uh, they begin presenting themselves with their, with their serial numbers. Some of them recognize you, big fellow. Some recognize the captain. But um, all the Warforged think it's a good idea to rebuild Connieberry, make it a a Warforged home. I think it is a magnificent idea. Let us grab a shovel. You could rename it to Roboberry. Now. Yeah, we'll work on the name. (laughs) Funny body. But after that little interlude, um, having resurrected an ancient race of robots, you, uh, Continue your way back to Fandolin, where we had the epilogue <laughs> in our last game. The weirdest thing of deja vu. <laughs> but this time, they also celebrate the uh, defeat of the Colossus. <laughs> there's, also somebody el- there's also somebody else in the tavern. A uh, tiefling, red, red-skinned tiefling with purple eyes, just drinking some tea. Foreshadowing? 
Is it delicious tea? Don't yeah. know. Make a perception check. Is there mushroom wine in that teacup? The stranger looks over at you and says, It's not a mushroom wine. It is a herbal tea. My homeland. Someone else comes to the bar with the bar now. Well, I rolled an 18, so... What was the question about the tea that you had? Was it tasty? Yes, it is tasty. From the tea's plant. You are correct. It has a bit of a shock to it. <laughs> he will introduce himself next time. A tea drink? Tiefling. He's a tiefling. Ah, stop! No, no, no pun intended. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. He is a, a tiefling. <laughs> it's tea-asty. <laughs> that, that's, that's the whole gimmick. It's tea-arable. <laughs> yeah. He seems, like, he seems disappointed that no one gets his, his pun. It's like, get it? I'm a tiefling. Okay, whatever. Nobody yep, understands um, my jokes from my culture. So. <sighs> Exasperate. You do seem pretty. You do seem pretty horny on Maine. <laughs> Are you making jest at my appearance? Hmm. Because if so, you have some junk in your trunk, Elephant Man. Whoa. <laughs> I like this guy. I hope he sticks around. <laughs> yep, um, that officially concludes our uh, Dragon of Ice Fire Peak campaign. Hooray! And the next time we play, we will continue on with the the next uh, campaign, which uh, you see by the title here is called Tides of Decay. Tides of Decay! And the first part is uh, part one, Storm Lord's Wrath. Yay. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, thank you. Hey, fun times. Thank you all. Goodbye. And to you all, a good night. Hi, D'Artagnan. We will never meet again. <laughs> I'll still be around. I'll just be uh, here while you go off and do your Storm King oh. Thunder stuff. <laughs>